what's up columbus welcome back to the columbus cast i'm laura i'm julia should we make some comment about how we can't believe it's already the end of october it's crazy though it's kind of funny because i was looking at a calendar today and i was like oh maybe i'll take the last friday in october off of work and then i looked at the calendar i'm like oh that's in that's in two days (laughs) yeah maybe not i know i was like well thanksgiving's like pretty far away i should um it no it's like basically next weekend. Yeah, I know. I have to figure out, well, not, <laughs> it'll seem like it, but I have to get my uh, friends giving invites out ASAP so that people can block their calendars that are, I'm sure, very full because of all of the <laughs> yeah jokes. But anyway, what did you, uh, what'd you get up to this weekend, Julia? Anything Columbus related? related? Well, it's always Columbus related here at the Columbus cast. Um, on Friday, I went to El Vaquero, which I forgot how good El Vaquero is. And that also has a happy hour that runs till eight, I think. So on a Friday. Yeah. And we love that. We Oof. love places with a happy hour that doesn't just go till six thirty or six. Um, so I had El Vaquero and then on Saturday it was the Buckeyes game. So did a little Buckeye brunch action. We made some um, chicken waffles and some cinnamon rolls and got the Mission um, Buckeye Mocha coffee, which is a hundred times better than the Crimson Cup um, Buckeye Mocha that they served at the library at OSU, if you (laughs) know. Laura does not know. Well, I do love Crimson Cup. I'm a Crimson Cup stan. Hate Hate me all you want, but yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, I went to the Little Light Collective, which is so how, cute. How was it? It was awesome. Um, I got Kristen a birthday gift. Nice. Everything was like really reasonably priced because I know sometimes when you walk into those like collective stores and those vintage like thrift stores and mm-hmm. stuff like that, things can be really absurd. But I feel like everything was very fair priced. I mean, I bought Kristen a gift there, which should let you know that... <sighs> You can afford it. <laughs> that, I can, that I can afford it for uh, a birthday gift nice. and like found something there. So it was really cute. And then there was an artist there that was doing little portraits. So we got our portrait um, done in like 10 minutes and a mask. So it's really cute. And then I went to Yellow Brick. And <laughs> so good. Um, Did you get the cheesy bread, Julia? Always get the cheesy bread. So, so good. It's, I also um, picked up the Columbus, like 614 magazine. Mm-hmm. And I was like going through that, like making my bucket list of everything I need to do in Columbus because it's the best and I haven't been there yet. But there's so many chains on that. It makes yeah. me sad because like there's so many cool like little shops and little stores and restaurants that you wanted to see them highlighted more. Yeah. Anyway, I get it. that was my weekend. What'd you do? Well, that's awesome. Um, on Friday, I went to Dairy Dose, picked up a hamburger. I think that their corn dog creation is better. The hamburger wasn't bad, but it just, um, I don't know. Sometimes I miss the old uh, market food, like their old menu that they're not currently doing. Um, and I read the 614 issue as well on Friday because it was it was there. So while I was hanging out waiting for my food, I read it. And then Saturday, I also watched the game. I feel like the way you and I watched the OSU game is very different. Like I spend, I spent a good like hour and a half getting ready for the game. And then by the time like my hair is done and my makeup is done, which I'm just watching it in my living room. I don't really know why that's necessary. It's already like halftime. So that was good. But Nathan um, tried the boxwood biscuit times hot chicken or like the hot chicken takeover collab. 
and I think I posted it on our Instagram. So if you want to see that mouthwatering creation, you can go over to at Cast and check it out. Um, it, it, it looked good. I didn't have any. But then uh, afterwards, I went to Goodell Station, and it was my first time there. And we were planning on dining outside because even though it's a rooftop bar, um, they have an outdoor patio, and it was kind of cold. So we sat inside, which that was my first, like, indoor dining experience during COVID. But we had – there were four of us in our group, and they sat us in, like, the back like in a private room. And we essentially had like a private room all to ourselves. There was like one other party there, but it felt very safe and very good. Their menu was um, awesome. It was like pretty short, but it's great because, you know, we had a, we have all that decision fatigue in 2020. So you got a few apps, a few entrees, and then like an excellent beverage selection. It did not disappoint. And I think they also have like a happy hour or pre-COVID, they had a happy hour that was on like Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, we went at 6.30 on a Saturday, and I didn't know, like, they didn't have any happy hour that I... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard during COVID. Like, I don't necessarily expect yeah. um, bars to be like, and we have a happy hour. I think they already had, like, a shortened menu. I don't think it was their full menu. Yeah. But, but... It, was, it, it was what we needed, and um, I can just say that we, instead of buying wine by the glass, we bought a whole bottle because that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> 2020. I can't remember the last time I've gone for a glass of wine rather than buying the whole bottle. Right. When you're a real adult, you just, you're you're not dining alone. You just, you just buy the bottle. Yeah. I'll never forget. I literally will never forget. This is ingrained in my mind. It it, It takes up, what do people say? Like it's living rent free in my brain. I went to Restoration Hardware the weekend that it opened and I went with a friend and we're like, oh, let's get a bottle. And we literally ordered the cheapest bottle on the menu. It was, um. I don't even remember what it was. And the wait, the waitress came around and she was like, okay, what do you want? And we were like, this bottle of wine. And she was like, are you sure? <laughs> like, excuse me, there's no shame in buying the cheapest bottle of wine on the menu. Yeah, I still need it's to still go really there. good. I always want to stay at a spot where I enjoy cheap wine. Like, I never want to become that person that, like, can tell the difference of wine. I want to stick with like, oh, I like this boxed wine from Costco and these bottles of wine from Aldi are just fine. Like I want to stay in that place. Yeah. Same with like champagne, like mimosas with Andre. They hit just- I will say though, I do know from experience that when you um, drink higher grade alcohol, you tend to have more pleasant days after. That's That's what I've learned. Yeah. I like if you're drinking Moet, like Moet uh, champagne all night, next morning, you feel great. You feel reborn. Yeah. I have not had those experiences, but luckily I haven't had too many next days that have been completely tragic. So, Well, that's good. Anyway, should we get into some news? Yeah, definitely. Let's go for it. Okay. Well, this isn't um, Columbus news, but there's been a huge like human trafficking bust that happened in Ohio where 45 kids were rescued and um, they like just went in there. It was really cool. It was like a multi um, team like operation. I don't understand too much about it. Yeah. He said to talk about it. So (laughs) anyway, really cool thing that happened in Columbus. So that's that piece. If you want to read more about it, you can, but I don't feel like getting into all the nitty gritty and being sad about all the miners. I just know that like, I just know that like human trafficking is a huge issue in Ohio. I don't know like if Columbus necessarily, I'm sure 
why not, but I feel like it definitely um, plagues the more rural parts of our state. And the fact that, you know, so many people were rescued is very awesome. It's a real heart warmer. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I had on here, there's like no good way to transition this. What what is it? What is the right transition out of um, human trafficking? Uh, who knows? Maybe like instead of trafficking people, you can traffic your clothes and resell them at Uptown Cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. That- I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch. Um, it's not really news, but it is something I wanted to talk about because um, it's kind of cool and it's in Columbus. It's been here for a while, Uptown Cheapskate. There's one in Dublin and one on Morse Road, which in my opinion is Easton, but some people might not agree. Um, I think that they've opened in like right in the beginning of COVID. I don't know. Have you ever gone to, have you checked them out yet? No, I haven't, but I've seen, um, like I've seen the one on Moore's road before and I've thought like, huh, that looks like a place I should go. And I think I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. I was going to say like, I've seen it on TikTok a lot lately too, which is kind of funny. It pops up. Um, it's, I think it's like a chain or a franchise, like anyone can buy it and open it. So the one, it, they're two like separately owned and operated, um, uptown cheapskates. But when Buffalo exchange left like old North area, it kind of left a hole in my heart. And I feel like that's being filled by uptown cheapskate. I've gotten so many good deals and they just buy like really good brands. I mean, if you're looking for like Madewell or Nordstrom, American Eagle, like Forever 21, it's like a little bit more uh, upscale from um, Discount Fashion Warehouse. I was going to say Plato's Closet. It's like a little oh, okay. bit higher end stuff. Like it's not so, I feel like Plato's Closet's very like tween ish style, and this is more like women's clothes. Oh, but um, it's also like thrifted. So it's kind of different than um, Discount Fashion Warehouse. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I just wanted to put a plug in for that because, you know, anyway, you can help reduce your heart footprint or buy secondhand or let's say you're like looking for cash. This isn't a consignment store, so you don't, your items don't have to sell in order for you to get money. You can just go in, they'll, they'll look through your clothes and then they'll offer you either cash up front or um, money like back on clothes if you want to buy them from the store. So Ooh, I don't I'll know. have to look into that because um, I need to clean up my closet. Yeah, it's especially good because, like, right now I feel like people are putting their summer stuff away and they're getting out their winter stuff and, you know, all that good stuff. If you need a new sweater or a jacket or, let's say, you're looking for a sweat set because, you know, you don't ever leave your house, (laughs) then there you go. Cool. Well, I'll put that on my weekend to-do list potentially, but I want to talk about food and drink now. Very important. Going on. Um, so Christmas ale is out. I saw it at the grocery store. It's very exciting. If you don't know what Christmas ale is, it's a Great Lakes Christmas ale. And it is. Very oh, you meant, you meant you're specifically referring to Great Lakes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like all Christmas ales in general. Like after Oktoberfest becomes Christmas, Christmas ale. ale. Yeah. But they're just like, you know, they sprinkle into the stores at different times. But I think like True. officially it is like Christmas ale season. I've seen like the Shiner cheer and um, a lot of different Christmas ales. So it is that time. So Christmas is oh, right totally. around the We are excited. <laughs> and then um, I also have a opening that happened. So Greenhouse Canteen, which is on 5th, and it's in that kind of strip with um, the view on 5th and the Orange Theory and that sort of stuff, just opened. And it's actually an Australian-based eatery. 
and this is the first one in the U.S., so that's really cool. But the wow. menu is 100% plant-based and also gluten-free. Fun. So that's really cool, but they're still waiting on their liquor license, so um, you can't get alcohol there yet. But their sodas, concoctions, and everything look really cool, so I bet they have a really cool um, cocktail menu once they open. And um, they're also only serving, like, two dinner seatings a night. So if you want to make reservations, like, that's probably suggested. It is a small place, but, you know, they're trying to be very cautious with the pandemic and everything. So mm-hmm. that. Cool. I'll have to go check it out. Um, so speaking of holidays, we got Christmas covered, got our Christmas ales. We can't forget Thanksgiving. Right. And I think that because, you know, small business, like restaurants aren't necessarily still having people like dining in fully for full service yet. And, um, a lot of people are still doing like the takeout thing. There's a lot of Columbus restaurants that are doing uh, Thanksgiving meals that you can like order and either cook at home or they're fully cooked, including the market. So they have a really good offering. I think it's like 275 bucks, but you've got a huge turkey that's already prepared. You just have to pop it in the oven. All your sides are already cooked for you. All that good jazz. Um, I'm sure it could feed a ton of people. And then Doe Mama, Amber Rose and Eve, and Antiques on High are all partnering up as well to do a Thanksgiving take-home menu, which is super cool because I don't know if you were listening to last week's podcast, I talked about how like now that Doe Mama has a German village location, those three are all in a row. So they're all sort of like neighbors. And then lastly, Service Bar is also doing a uh, Thanksgiving. So they are doing, I don't know, they're doing something. Can't find the Instagram post. I'm looking at it right now. They want to create a feast for you and your loved ones that require minimum minimal effort and maximum satisfaction. The menu for their Thanksgiving feast is available on explore, exploretalk.com. Um, and I guess you can just buy it and take it home. Service bar is so good. So I would definitely recommend that even though we don't have the menu readily available over here. if you want to go to their instagram it's their link is in the bio to the menu yeah oh service so. bar is great i've never had their like food 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 their food food is really good oh here i got it okay so it serves six by purchasing one you will receive food for six you get a 12 to 15 pound um turk duckin traducan you get red eye turkey gravy you get sausage and leek bread pudding which kind of sounds like stuffing um, smoked cheddar mac and cheese, pimento cheese biscuits, roasted beet and spinach salad with lemon vinaigrette, bacon braised Brussels sprouts, and a bourbon pecan pie. Ooh, yum. I love a pecan pie. I'm all for pecan pie over pumpkin pie. It's $300 for feeding six. So like all of them are in that like 250 to $300 range, which if you divide it out by like by guest, it, I feel like it's equivalent to what you would pay in a restaurant for the same amount of food. So yeah. Super cool. If you don't feel like cooking this um, Thanksgiving or you're not sure who's going to be where and you just want to have people stop by, it's like a good option. Yes. Woohoo. Next section. Let's talk about politics. Is it crazy to think that by today, next week, we could know the results of the 2020 election? It is terrifying, but also exciting. I actually don't think we'll know the results like the day after election day, just because of all the mail-in ballots and everything. Yeah. I don't, I don't messy. think we will either. I think that's what everybody's kind of saying is we probably won't know for 
a little bit, but that yeah. means it's very, very important to um, vote. And if you haven't sent in your mail-in ballot yet, go drop it off at the um, Board of Elections. It's super easy. I did that. It took me like five minutes. I just drove through and dropped my ballot and I got a sticker and yeah, vote. And you can also track your ballot um, if it was absentee through the Ohio Board of Elections. So mine counted. It is officially counted. It was green to go. So I feel like I've done my duty. I can now sleep soundly at night. And you can actually, so voting, early voting is still taking place and you can um, vote early this weekend. I think that the Franklin County Board of Elections, this is caveat, you have to be in Franklin County. I'm not sure about other counties, um, but super cool. Check it out. Times are online. I'm not going to misquote it. So if you're busy like during the weeks and you don't think you're going to be able to get there by Tuesday, go do it this weekend. Check it off your list and then go to Uptown Cheapskate and buy something cute and reward yourself. There you go. Um, there was one other thing while we're still on politics that I wanted to mention. So Governor DeWine announced a couple days ago that Ohio has received CARES Act funding. So Ohio received $419.5 million of CARES Act funding to help out Ohioans. And on the government website, they kind of like broke it down into how they're thinking about um, sharing that money. So $125 million will provide grants to small businesses with no more than 25 employees. Uh, the funding can help businesses pay for a variety of expenses, including mortgage, rent payments, utility, salaries, wages, or compensation of other kinds. So this is a super important date if you're a small business with less than 25 people. Available November 2nd on businesshelp.ohio.gov, you can go and apply for a small business relief grant. So let's say you didn't get a paycheck protection loan or um, you have, you know, that ended in August if you still need additional relief. But on November 2nd, check out businesshelp.ohio.gov and you can learn more. Um, so that's just 125 million of the funding and additional 50 million of the funding will go to 47 different com uh, community action agencies to provide rent, mortgage and water to assistance to Ohioans in need. Um, and the, the assistance will, you can use it to like back pay all the way back to April 1st. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that will be like super helpful. And then an additional 37.5 million will go to bars and restaurants or the bar and restaurant association fund to help out, um, those businesses impacted by COVID. So the, that's not all, but so there's more information about where all this money is going. But if you think that, you know, you could be impacted or assisted by this package, then definitely check out governor.ohio.gov for more information. Yes. Mm. Exciting okay. stuff. <laughs> exciting stuff. Also leading into the most exciting thing, which is yes. Ohio State being back. Super pumped. They won against Nebraska, who just like wouldn't stop targeting whatever I'm, you know. Everyone has their opinions about targeting calls, and I just feel like if you've left your feet, that's clearly a targeting call, but the, you know, announcers would disagree with me. Yes. Once again, they probably know football better than I do, but still, didn't like it. <laughs> um, and OSU plays Penn State this weekend, which will be Happy really Valley. Oh my gosh. It's in Happy Valley. It's Halloween. There's going to be a full moon. Um, Penn State lost last weekend to Indiana, so... 
they're going to be like hasn't been good for a while they're always good against ohio state though like they're they're always on like that fringe where they can always just like beat us especially at home uh or when they're at home so we're really lucky that there can be no students there because that would be really scary um i'd be very nervous about that game i'm still nervous about it but we're excited um and the one piece I have about that is the city officials have asked the Big Ten not to schedule night games. So city officials um, sent a letter to the Big Ten. So that includes like Mayor Ginther and the public health commissioner, or whatever uh-huh. that title is. They sent a letter to the Big Ten, um, asked them to avoid scheduling night games, even though like the next two games for Ohio State are night games. <sighs> Because um, health experts fear it could lead to another spike in coronavirus cases because we night all games, know that COVID games, only yeah. spreads at night. Exactly. Night games encourage people to hold parties that could increase the spread. And I'm like, what about, mean, have you heard of day drinking? Yeah, I was about to say, so I, was, I was, I, I think anything Ohio State football encourages um, parties. So, yes. yeah, so I thought that was funny. That's we'll see if the Big Ten um, takes takes that advice or kind of hilarious ask from them. Let's well, get into your soccer news. Yeah, I had some soccer news. Um, the crew is still on fire. So we we played DC tonight. Uh, today's the Wednesday, the twenty eighth at eight p.m. Last week we had a draw with Houston, but currently our standing we are third in the MLS Eastern Conference. Philly and Toronto are tied for first right now. Um, So, and I'm pretty sure we're getting to the end of the the playoffs or the series. Season. Yeah. It's, it's, we're hanging in there. So. I just don't don't understand how any schedules are working this year. So. I think it's good. I think we're doing great. So I'm excited about that. And then I also read recently that, uh, we're doing something with the old Mapfre uh, stadium. So there's a practice expansion. We're, we're essentially building a practice field next to the old stadium, but we don't have, apparently the crew doesn't own the land. It's a long-term lease. And so there's a little bit of uh, confusion about why we're building something permanent on a land we don't permanently own, but you know, we'll yeah. see how that ends. I could get into the details, but they're pretty boring. Yeah. Anyway, well, we love more fields. <laughs> we love speculating about things that are happening. Especially construction. Yeah. Although we don't have any construction news, so. I feel like there's not a ton. Other than, like, luxury apartment buildings, which, by the way, speaking of luxury apartment buildings, I walked by um, the new location for the Urban Chop House. Mm-hmm. And at first when I read it, because there's a big sign on it, it says Urban Chop House. It's on High Street in Short North. I thought it was, like, urban as in we are in a city yeah urban shop house and I was like that's a cool name and then I read it again I saw Corso Ventures and I was like oh this is Urban Myers shop house it's funny because like when um the Target went up on campus it's called like an urban Target but I <laughs> thought the opposite I thought instantly like Urban Meyer and Target he's gifted at- us with this Target yeah, I instantly like saw the words urban and I automatically think Urban Meyer. So that's hilarious. That tells you where the city's priorities are. But um, the urban, the urban shop house is in, on the first floor of a luxury apartment building that's not open yet. That's called Lux 23. 
Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So there, there you go. Yet another luxury apartment. I feel like that's the only real um, construction going on, which makes sense because, I mean, you'd be kind of crazy to be not okay. 50-50, you'd be crazy or maybe crazy smart to be building right now during these unprecedented times. But one thing that you're sure of is that people will need apartments because like that's the only place we can go right now. So yeah. I feel like people are willing to spend more and Yeah, whatever. especially when it's also their office and right. everything else since you don't get to go into work anymore. But yep. anyway, should we go over some events that might allow people to leave the house? Yeah, if weekend? you are looking to leave the house, then why don't you head over to the dog stream party <laughs> the dog costume party happening tomorrow october 30th well okay tomorrow for you two days for us october 30th from 6 to 9 p.m at the land grant brewing company um bark the makers of bark box will be partnering with them for a night to remember there will be free toys and treats for pups along with pup cups for sale uh and beer and food and costumes and all that you have to pay five bucks to get in but there are prizes for best con costume for your doggy so there you go that sounds fun i want to go just see the dogs i don't Julia have a dog but yeah neither of our neither of us have a dog so you won't catch us there but i mean fun. i might still go there just to see the dogs um the other thing i wouldn't put it past you <laughs> yeah the other thing happening at land grant which is like a little bit in the future but they're going to do an open air christmas market and i'm really really excited about it oh my god we could pretend we're in europe yeah exactly so um we could be you, emily in paris but we could be julia and laura in columbus pretending we're in paris yeah i haven't <laughs> seen that at all but um i heard it's like really cringy no it's so good anyway that's so beside the point um, open air Christmas market. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Land Grant is doing some awesome stuff and they're going to put in like an ice rink and there's going to be keg curling. It's kind of like curling and shuffleboard and kegs. And I'm really excited for that. Also excited for brothers. Drake has a happy hour that runs till 8 PM. They do. Fact. I saw that on Instagram today and I am hyped about that. Might, might make an appearance there. Um, then, oh, also, if you're going to buy local restaurant food for Thanksgiving, don't forget your brother's Drake need nothing. And I repeat, nothing goes better with a perfectly cooked turkey than a bottle of brother's Drake apple pie mead. No, they're not paying me to say this. Yes, I wish they were. It's so good. You just have to do it. Okay. Yeah. And it's so, um, like, it's like different enough, but enjoyable by everybody. Like, you look all unique being like, this is our local mead. And everyone's like, what's mead? And like, here, try it. And it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So that, um, I'm super pumped about that. And let's see, what else is I going to say? Oh, there's a haunted, speaking of like prizes, when you were talking about the dog costume prizes, mm -hmm. there's a haunted Columbus scavenger hunt, um, where you can go to like downtown haunts and, read the history of them. So you score points. Like I saw this on Columbus underground and you can visit all the haunted sites around Columbus, learn their history and you complete the challenge and they're like taking photos or videos or, you know, doing stuff like that. And, um, you get prizes for that as well. And one of the prizes is like an overnight stay at the crown plaza and, um, another overnight stay at the residence Inn in downtown with a certificate to the Buckeye bourbon house. Like, Looks really cool. 
is awesome. So if you're into haunted sites, you can do that. It runs through um, November 8th at 5 p.m. I definitely want to do that. Is that the kind of thing? It looks like you have to download an app. So you just do it on your own? Yeah, you download the like event Z app and yeah, use the code CHH2020 and you can do that like with a friend or by yourself, is, I'm assuming. So that's, that's really so awesome. You're into haunted things. The other neat haunted thing I saw, which once again, not super into being scared, but there's a haunted car wash up in Powell called the Tunnel of Terror, where you can take your car through the car wash and there's some um, like scary haunted piece about it, but you also get your car wash. So it's like productive, but also and really safe because you're like staying in the car. And oh my God, day has a different um, fundraising for local groups in the community. So for instance, this Friday is the Cozy Cat College cottage not college cozy cat cottage yeah they're a cat shelter yeah and on halloween it's still to be decided because that will probably be a big one so if that is so cool and i'm definitely going you will see pictures on the instagram later yeah i'm like i need my car wash but i don't like being scared so that's not gonna happen for me that's funny um i had two other things so the Pumpkins Aglow is still, no, sorry. Pumpkins Aglow is over at the conservatory, but the Harvest Blooms is still up until, uh, this is like the last weekend to do it. So if you want to go check out some outside things, that would be like a fun thing to do over the weekend, especially if you have family and you, you know, want to be outside and wear your mask, uh, you can go check that out. And then this is the last week of the Prime Social car concert series in the parking lot of Westland Mall and this weekend the um, artist is Major Laser. so if you need somebody to lean on you can go check out the concert there you go that's a like big song yeah I think you should just sing it out for us and that will that's be our outro the, that's the outro I'll just be like all I need is somebody to lean on I need somebody to lean on